I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high-quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere. You know, the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover. And you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hi! Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm Chantel. I'm Kate. We're Book Club Babes. We sure are. Oh, and that's Brandy. <laughs> and Brandy brought her ball in. And we're Book Club Babes. Heck yeah. Yeah. Cool. Should we try doing this again? Oh, no. <laughs> We had a technical, technical difficulties. difficulties. Yeah. 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 That's okay. Yeah. Honestly, like, when you were telling me last night, I was not at all, like, I was kind of relieved because I feel like I really dropped the ball on the last episode. Oh. No. Well, it was really long. Yeah. Which I think we should keep an eye on the yeah. time yeah. this time. <laughs> yeah. And also, I just felt like I could have done a little bit more work. Yeah. A little more research. Yeah. So, this is a good yeah. opportunity to do that yeah yeah so yeah, i guess yeah. we'll get into it i even typed up some of my oh, notes you got a typey type <laughs> i had some time all right do you want to oh i so, guess we should talk like do our little talky yeah. talks first yeah okay so this episode mm-hmm. is gonna be released on Cars's birthday yeah. happy, happy birthday, birthday. Ha- hope i hope you're you, having a good day yeah i hope you have the best day 
and hopefully you listen to this on your birthday because mm-hmm. i have a feeling Karis might be like a weekend gal oh uh, okay. okay so who knows well sorry happy belated happy belated <laughs> it's your fault yeah <laughs> you sneeze you lace you sneeze yeah what are you reading these days i'm reading the binding by okay. bridget collins okay i did yes. see um this feels really weird but i'm just gonna say what i yeah. said last time yeah. but i did see that you were reading that on goodreads and mm-hmm. thought that it was an interesting choice yes. for you historical fantasy okay which is strange but my co-worker leanne yes. passed it along to me yes she's she didn't like highly tote it okay. but she's just like oh here's some books like and it was readable yeah, yeah okay yeah. okay yeah like she probably wouldn't have given it to you if it was a exactly. bad book yeah she wouldn't have been like here's this book or she would have said here's this book it was really bad yeah. but you can if you want to read it go for it and you're like i'm just gonna give it back to yeah. you yeah <laughs> i trust your opinion yeah, yeah. cool cool yeah. and are you enjoying it so far yeah so far it's i i like it um there's a bit of like a lgbt Part of it which okay, is cool. interesting considering cool. the time frame that it's totally set in. yeah and a bit of like magic i guess maybe magical realism okay almost, because the people are real and um it's just the way that they um kind of describe books okay. and novels okay. it kind of makes you think like is that how books really started out oh. like you they take people's memories and they make it into a book okay that is kind of a binding, neat so, yeah that's yeah. kind of a neat Mm-hmm. premise yeah cool yeah awesome what um, about you what are you reading well i finished the light through the leaves yes by glendy vandura mm-hmm. i'm guessing that's how you say it five stars yes such a good book mm-hmm. must read so good i couldn't stop thinking about it after i read it mm-hmm. and telling every single person mm-hmm. that i encountered that it was so good yeah even though they didn't care at all i was like forcing it on them i read a really good book they're like okay i'm like i must tell you about it (laughs) so yes you must read that one um and then i also finished when the stars go dark by paula mclean and i keep getting those two titles confused because they're so very similar me too because then Mm -hmm. when you like when i saw that you had finished it as read i was like i thought she finished the and yeah i've been talking about the other book for and then yeah yeah Yeah. and they came out i think at similar times too so um anyway when the stars go dark it was a really good book it had like a true crime element to it mm-hmm. um it was like this weird i should not be clicking my pen sorry everybody it was like this weird like it was talking about like the poly class class case yep. that happened in california yep. in the 90s which was real and like mm-hmm. i ended up having to look it up to be like is this whole book real but right. it was actually fiction yeah. just like tying in kind of like what you were just saying oh, okay it was, like, yeah a weird like just references to yeah. like actual like real life (laughs) which is yeah kind of cool so that was a good book i liked it too and now i'm reading um cool i didn't write it down i can't remember the title of it it's a john green novel (laughs) okay i want to say i want to say it's i feel like we might need to edit this out I know it has to do with turtles. And turtles I want... all the way down. Is it turtles all the way down? Is that not what it's called? Well, okay. Well, if it has turtles. It... I don't think he has more than one book with turtles. No, in it. but doesn't every time I die have a song called Turtles All the Way Down? No, I don't think so. I would fight you on this one. Okay, I'm, I need to Google this. <laughs> every time I die has a turtles song. Every time I... <laughs> I swear to God, Turtles All the Way Down. Every oh, time I die. There you go. Oh, thank God I'm not wrong about that. Anyway, that's the book I'm reading now. (laughs) And I'm still listening to Brene Brown's book. And it 
is a very good dare to lead. It's she talks a lot about empathy, and spe specifically on the chapter that I am now in on, on now, and I think that's a really good lead in to what else we wanted to discuss before we get into the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. having empathy for it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you want to start this. Sure. Um, we wanted to just touch on the um discovery of the 215 um, bodies of children who were found at a BC residential school in um, British Columbia. Mm -hmm. um, so re residential schools are schools that the government and the church um, owned and led with indigenous peoples mm -hmm. um, being taken from their homes Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Canada. essentially yes. to assimilate them. Yes. And uh, like essentially they were trying to wipe out yes. the indigenous culture. Exactly. Yes. So um, across Canada, those schools have been, um, sorry, those schools are all across Canada mm -hmm. and about 150,000 children were removed from homes and families, communities and sent to these schools mm -hmm. forcibly removed. forcibly yeah mm -hmm. and essentially um like caitlin had said like it's pretty much cultural genocide but also like actual genocide yeah. because there are a lot of children that i i have a little like a little mm -hmm. thing of information here that is seven generations mm -hmm. of indigenous people mm -hmm. over the course of 150 years seven generations yeah. like that's they were getting close. Yeah. Like, that's so mm -hmm. sad. Yeah. It's awful. It is awful. Um, and it's something that um, I think that our government and I think everybody as settlers in this land mm -hmm. should research and also um, try to reach out and ask what people need. Mm -hmm. Um, and what communities need yeah so as things that we can do as settlers um accountability yes. so accepting that we may not be directly responsible mm -hmm. what happened but we definitely benefited from it mm -hmm. um within canada so that's really important just the accountability of that um and the, the reconciliation of it which means doing the work like you said and yeah. learning more mm -hmm. because we weren't taught this stuff in school no like <laughs> no what yeah that's crazy mm -hmm. so doing the work there are so many resources we can talk about that um as well and link them in the um, episode description and then also just being an advocate for the indigenous people but most important importantly listening to them yeah not taking their voices from them or just assuming that you know because we don't know no like assuming that you know would be being sympathetic but listening to them and just reacting from your heart is being empathetic and i think right now the indigenous people need that empathy from mm -hmm. us especially as like we're we are just white women yeah you know so we don't know exactly everything mm -hmm. um but particularly with the novel that we're reading yeah. right now yeah um and june having the indigenous like we're recognizing that yeah. because of the month of june and whatnot i think it's just important that we we yes. do bring talk discuss it yes yes <laughs> yes no of course we need to touch on it yeah. for sure and um yeah 
Yeah. And and like you said, you actually said this last time, mm-hmm. and I didn't really know what that meant until I had some time to look it up based on having to re-record, but you said this is not a historical issue, oh, it is no. a current yeah. issue. Yeah. And it's... The genocide of indigenous people is not history, it's present day. Yes. There are still, like, children being forcibly steri- sterilized. Yes. Um... And that's not okay at all in mm-hmm. the least. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, we need to be um, open and willing to listen mm-hmm. to make change. Definitely. Definitely. And the other thing that I just, I had done a bunch of reading based on the resource that you can recommend, but um, a word that stood out to me that definitely applies to the book was intergenerational trauma. Which we mm-hmm. actually see in this book mm-hmm. with Lily's mother yeah. um, and Granny June, mm-hmm. like her children. So I think that we'll come back to that term, but intergenerational trauma is still felt to this day. Yeah. That's yeah. what that means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's passed down. Yeah. Be- and because also it's not um, the residential school and the whole like harshness and archaicness of it mm-hmm. isn't that far in the past at right. all the last one was closed in 1996 right so we were alive yes totally yeah <laughs> it's, it's crazy yeah. to think that mm-hmm. like it was yeah it's was still happening and like you said mm-hmm. it's still it still is yeah. happening because like, there's isn't... people who are probably well maybe just a few years older than us who would have graduated gone to Definitely. those schools yeah 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 it's it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, do you want to talk about resources? Do you have anything else to add to that? Um, no, I think, yeah, we should um, just mention some resources. Yeah. Um, online, I've been looking at, and they have been providing a great resource. They're um, awesome. Yeah. And um, so on Instagram, it's on Canada Project. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have great resources and they keep updating. Um, they are using the guide feature mm-hmm. on Instagram and they continue to update it and share Indigenous stories. Mm-hmm. And um, they link to, there's some free online courses mm-hmm. and... There's um, actually one on Corsia. Yeah. Yep. Through the uh, University free. of Alberta, Alberta I yep. believe. Yes. Yep. And um, so there are those that that's a great one yeah and their website is um on on canadaproject.ca yeah um and they actually have this really um informative pdf that Mm -hmm. you can download and just learn everything that we were just talking about highly recommend checking them out and following them on instagram another one is the indian residential school survivors society you can find them at irsss that's three s's dot ca um, they're also accepting donations, which is important, um, and maybe that's something we should talk about doing mm-hmm. as the book club base. Yeah. Um, but that's another one. And then there's also the Woodland Cultural Center. Um, that's woodlandculturalcenter.ca. They are doing a project, Save the Evidence Project. So they're doing really important work as well. So right. there's just some things to check out mm-hmm. to just get yourself informed. Yeah. Yeah, there's also another website um, that I've been seeing um, called native-land.ca. Oh, yes, I was on that. Yeah, Yeah. and then you can put in your location and Mm -hmm. you can see what land you are on Mm -hmm. and what tribe um, was originally Mm -hmm. there before Mm -hmm. we settled here. Mm -hmm. Um, And that gives you, and they 
um, link to um, resources mm -hmm. directly relating to those tribes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which was very cool. Mm -hmm. And it's a, like it's essentially like an interactive map. You can look yes. wherever. Yes. So yeah, it was um, really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also the the so in in Firekeeper's Daughter we're talking about the Ojibwe tribe but there are several other tribes and they call them like the tribes from the great lakes mm -hmm. and that's the land that you and i yeah. are on yeah so it's it's kind of a uh, uh interesting connection that we're mm -hmm. reading a book about yeah. about that yeah yeah so yeah that's talking about that mm -hmm. um really quick switch up do you want to know some fun facts about yes. angeline Bully? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I found a cool little, like, New York Post, New York Times okay. article okay. about her. Okay, yeah. Um, and so she is a member of the Chippewa tribe, which yes. is good to know. Uh, also, she's 55, 55 years old. Yes. Get it, girl? Yeah. Like, yeah. she's not afraid. She wrote Firekeeper's Daughter over the span of 10 years, which I also love. Because yes. she's, yeah. like, had kids, lived her life. She's got to do her thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, but it was an idea that she's had forever. And also, the book has been optioned for a Netflix TV series. Oh, my gosh. Tell me all about it. By the Obama's production company. Oh, my So I feel goodness. like they do it justice. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, like and already sure. the book yeah. just came out yeah oh my gosh that means i can't i like can't wait to read the rest. i know i know i know and then like a tv series yeah the, a tv series is cool because i one of my favorite books is looking for alaska and mm -hmm. they did like i knew that it was coming to the screen and i was like oh gosh and they did a tv series and i watched it and it was amazing it was good because it was, they were able to cover every single thing okay. and not like yep. change it totally because it has to fit into an hour mm -hmm. and a half or whatever mm -hmm. so hopefully that yeah. works out yeah yeah i'm now i'm excited yeah for that yeah well well i guess we should start chatting about chapters 1 to 13 <gasps> okay Whoa. let's get into it you can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything you might shop while working eating or even listening to this podcast and however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Oh man, I feel like... I feel like maybe we should just say, like, a little disclaimer off the top. Like we said last time, our episode was an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. Like, there is a lot to talk yes. about. So we're not going to be talking about everything mm -hmm. that's happened mm -hmm. in the first 25% no. of the book. We're going to try to just hit on, like, yeah. some main points. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess, sorry, one more thing before we um, dive in what is... is it? The, the cover art oh, yes. was by, I just wanted to shout them out, um, Rich Diaz, and um, they are an Ojibwe artist. 
um i just wanted to mention that because the cover art is just so so gorgeous yeah Yeah, so gorgeous Mm -hmm. people are going crazy over it yeah so that's yeah that's awesome all right all right cool so omg (laughs) so much happened Mm -hmm. it's crazy i already feel like the book is like i don't know how this (laughs) words i don't even yeah what is oh (sighs) it's just so much yeah so much has happened all right well so we start off the book yes and we literally start off with like a few pages about Mm -hmm. a girl standing in the woods with a gun to her face cool (laughs) like no context Mm -hmm. and then we dive right into getting to know donis yes getting ready to go for a run with her brother Mm -hmm. um it kind of starts like then talking about her life um in sault st marie michigan Mm -hmm. Um, which i did not know existed (laughs) (laughs) i did not know that there were two sues no yeah i had to look that up yeah so learn something new (laughs) Now you know. Now I know. The more I know. <laughs> um, and it's kind of like um, giving some intrigue. She's saying like her life began as a secret and then as a scandal. Which really like sets things up. Because yeah. you're like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Um, and then she's also, also praying and asking for bravery, mm-hmm. which is something she does pray every day. Mm-hmm. Um, to the seven grandfathers, mm-hmm. um, but she is asking specifically for bravery, mm-hmm. and because she needs courage for what she needs to do after her run. Right. Yeah. So then we find out like a little bit more information mm-hmm. just based on her run. So we find out that her father's so her father's family is the firekeeper's side, um, and that her mother's side. I mean, it's kind of like ambiguous at first but you do find out later that her mother's side is has is wealthy and yeah. status in the town mm-hmm. at least um her grandmother mary or her grand mary as she calls her actually has a dorm named after her so that kind of just like mm-hmm. sets it up and then we find out that grand mary is in a long-term care facility because she had a stroke two months after her uncle like donis's uncle david died yeah so it sounds like Donna's mom and Uncle David were quite close to mm-hmm. one another. Her mother still talks to her at him at night, yeah. which is like so sad. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is all just setting it up. Like we know that David has died. Grand Grand Mary's had a stroke. Yeah. Um. Her mother seems quite close to her grandmother. Yeah. Like it seems like a close family yes. there. Yeah um yeah so then she gets there Mm -hmm. and what does she have to tell them she is telling them that she is not going to the university of michigan Mm -hmm. she's gonna stay at lake state Mm -hmm. which is the university that's in town Mm -hmm. like the locally exactly yeah um so she was worried because she sounds like she is becoming a doctor Mm -hmm. Um, well, that's what her, yeah, grand her grand Mary, Mary wants, wants her, her to be. To be, yeah, yeah. Um, and, Which is interesting yeah. in and of itself, yeah. honestly, because obviously, like you can tell, Donis is very smart. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if that's actually something that she wants to do. Yeah, you know, because I feel like there's a lot to prove there mm-hmm. for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Based yeah. on her scandal yeah. and secret life, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also. Like, it seemed like 
not only maybe Grand Mary, mm-hmm. but Uncle David was integral in that because he was also a science teacher. Right. Like he was also smart, Definitely. like very educated Definitely. and that kind of thing. Definitely. And and I feel like based on the, like we find out later that her grandfather was the mayor yeah. of the town or the city or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so with like that status mm-hmm. comes having to carry on the yeah, like legacy almost yes exactly something like so that. like yeah. if she was a scandal because she's um half the firekeeper and then mm-hmm. whatever they obviously like i feel like the doctor is like the gold star yeah. that people like want their child true. to be for an occupation yeah. like yeah. you know what i mean so yeah, anyway very true so yeah so she was nervous to tell grand yeah. mary though because yeah. that was 100% Grand Mary's plan yeah, for her. Her plan, for sure. But her mother is super relieved, obviously. Yes, yeah. She's happy to have her mm-hmm. stay. Because her mother had her when she was 16. Yes. She had Jonas when she was 16, so yeah. that's something we learned, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it sounds like uh, well, Jonas's mom is very relieved mm-hmm. um, because of, like you said, like the... She's caring for Grand Mary. Mm-hmm. She's also mm-hmm. all, they're all grieving. Yeah. So. She also calls it the new normal. Yes. That yeah. she's living. Mm-hmm. Um, Donis does. Because it's like after stroke and uncle's death. And it is kind of like having gone through that sort of like grief myself. That's the perfect way to put it. The is new, that you're living yeah. in a new normal. Because yeah. you can't go backwards. Mm-hmm. Like you can't make your dead loved one alive again yeah so it is the new normal especially with like her grand mary being in a um like a long-term care facility like that is a new normal yeah you're not going to her house anymore you're going somewhere else and you know what i mean so yeah yeah. well that's a good perspective her new normal um we also learn that donis is a hockey player Mm -hmm. that's also a very important part of her life but Mm -hmm. she's deferring kind of some of her passions and yeah. and priority prioritizing family mm-hmm. by the sounds of mm-hmm, it right mm-hmm, now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah which makes sense um it does sound like she's quite close with both sides yeah. of her family yeah. which is very special mm-hmm. and then i guess we meet lily yeah and granny june and granny june <laughs> they're um, the best yeah i love how they introduced lily she was like all dressed in black with black yes. lipstick on i yes. was like she yes. sounds like such a badass. Yes. And also, like, <laughs> Lily drives a white Jeep, yeah. and she parks it the way like, that, like, you should if you're driving a Jeep. That's, yeah, that was that was funny that she, like, just pulled in, touched the bumper of the other yeah, car, and yeah. was like, okay. Or, like, parking far away, but, like, driving over car- curbs and just yeah. parking on, like, a patch of grass. Yeah. Like, when I was driving my mom's Jeep, I would actually do shit like that. Yeah. Like, because Marty, like don't tell my well <laughs> i actually told my mom one bad thing i did in her jeep but <laughs> we got it stuck in the snow once but i didn't tell her any of the other stuff but definitely like driving over a curb to get out of a parking yeah. lot or something because you're yeah. like why not why again not? i'm in a jeep <laughs> yeah so that's pretty sweet oh that's funny donna sorry is just kind of describing lily and their friendship yeah and they seem like almost complete opposites yeah totally totally um donna's or sorry yeah donna's his nickname is Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very white presenting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lily is more on the deeper skin tone, I guess. Right. And they're kind of, she's just like, um, I guess they find a commonality in what she calls 
the spectrum of acceptable Anishinaabe skin tone continuum. Right. Continuum. <laughs> and then she says, those on the outer edges deal with the same bullshit. Right. Totally. Which yeah. I can totally see, like, in yeah. that community, it's mm-hmm. like, you've got, like... There's, like, yeah. there's still a lot yeah. going on. Still, yeah. Even within your own community, yes. there's still... It's, yeah. Prejudice and... Totally. Yeah. Totally. Especially because we do find out that Lily and Donis are descendants rather than enrolled mm-hmm. members mm-hmm. of the Sugar Island Ojibwe tribe. Yeah. So, like, I can just imagine the bullshit that they have to yeah. deal with, right? Yeah. Um, and probably people not even taking them seriously. Totally! Because, even just because they're first young yeah. women. Yeah. And that they're not full members yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, and then so then we find out a little bit about um, Donna's parents, mm-hmm. which was interesting. Levi is her father's name as well as her brother's name, um, but Levi Firekeeper he was a hockey player from Sugar Island. It sounded like he had a lot of promise, mm-hmm. um, and the the island Sugar Island like they were quite proud of him. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. because it didn't it didn't often happen that a indigenous player made it big yeah right exactly and then grace fontaine is uh donis's mom and it literally says in the book she is a witch rich white girl yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so then levi broke his legs in a car accident that yes with (laughs) with um donis's mom mom in the car car. yeah and so that ended his career goodbye no more hockey for you Um, and then Grace was pregnant Mm -hmm. and she was sent away to Montreal. Yes. And when she came back, I guess she went to go tell Levi, like, hey, I had our baby. Yeah. And Levi was already married to another woman and had Levi Jr. Yeah. Um, Donis's brother. (laughs) So that's why they're so close in age. That's why they're so close in age. And those are like the whole, like the gossips that surround their family. Yes. Yeah, that kind of just explains yeah, things, like, right off exactly. the bat. And and Donis really lives in that um, in that place of feeling like everyone's talking about her all the time, mm-hmm. which is pretty sad. Mm-hmm. And that, that's kind of, like, why I feel like that's a huge reason why she took such, like, refuge in Jamie when he showed up, because he didn't know, and she was able to control that narrative yeah. and, not, mm-hmm. and not have it just be based solely on gossip. Yeah. But, like... That's maybe that's a reason why she's also so hurt in the end too. True, that's a good perspective. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. I thought of it myself. <laughs> really? <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to the book. Yes. Um. um so, um, Lily and Grandma June. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say, like, Grandma June seems like a hoot. Mm-hmm. She seems oh, like yeah, a riot. Yeah. She's so inappropriate, yeah. and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, she's. Um, they're dropping Granny June off at one of the senior centers, yeah. and but before she studies the lunch menu. Yeah, <laughs> I just have to point that out because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, same girls gotta eat exactly. So she decides whether she wants to, which senior center she wants to go to. Yeah, I just love yeah. that. That's um, good. And then Lily and Donis are off to work. Yes, and um, Lily also is obviously very excited about Donis staying mm-hmm. because they're gonna go to school together. They're gonna go to school yeah. together. Yeah. Um, but Granny June 
is a has a bit of a disapproving mm-hmm. um, look. Mm-hmm. And I just wrote this quote down, which I just really love. But uh, my girl, some boats are for the river and some are for the ocean. And Donis agrees, but she's not sure which she is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This mm-hmm. that's a beautiful quote. Yeah, Granny June is very yes. smart and sassy. Wise, yeah. Um, the two best things to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> smart and sassy. Smart and sassy. Um, and another um, feeling that Donis is um, kind of, I guess, at odds with is that the University of Michigan didn't only just offer um, the education, mm-hmm. but it was almost like an escape from mm-hmm. all those rumors mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. just chatted about. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, so she's choosing to stay within mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. and then even further towards yeah. towards the end of this chapter. Oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, so they're off to work. They're off to work. Yeah, just summarize really quickly. Mm-hmm. There's also a tribal council election happening. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. Maybe that'll be important later. Yeah. Um, Lily and Donis work at the arena, and they do like a summer summer childcare program. Yeah. yeah. So. I think that that bit was mostly just important so that we could meet um, her brother, uh, who is the captain of the Sault Ste. Marie Superiors, Soups, Soups. an elite junior A hockey team, Um, and the kids that Lily and Donis are supervising are going for a group skate, and the Soups are there. So then we meet um, Levi a little bit better, and it's the relationship between Levi and Donis seems very mm-hmm. sweet. Mm-hmm. It actually seems like they're friends. Yeah. Um, and we also meet the new soup, but also oh, yeah. the kids. Well, I was going to say yeah. the kids, but we do meet the yeah. new soup first, oh. Jamie. And right Jamie away, Johnson. yeah, right away, Donis is like, I think she likes him. Yeah. But she's got that like hockey yeah. life, and she's yeah her two made, lives. Yeah, don't... she's made a commitment to herself. Like hockey life, yeah, real Re- world, yeah, yeah, hockey like, world, they don't, real world. They don't collide. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. want them overlapping at all. So she's being very like yes. yeah. wall up, wall yeah. up. So she meets Jamie, and then she meets um, who seems very interested in her. He does way. seem super interested mm. in her, and like I get it now, mm-hmm. but like fuck mm. you, Jamie. <laughs> So Jamie says that his uncle is filling Donis's uncle's job at the high school as the science teacher. Yeah. He says he's Cherokee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we meet Aunt Teddy yeah. and her two twin kiddos whose names are Perry and Pauline. They're, her, they're Donis's six-year-old cousins. Yeah. And they seem all quite close. Yeah. And that's adorable. Yeah. I really love how, like, they want t- Teddy to run for tribal mm-hmm, council mm-hmm. but she's not interested mm-hmm. by the sounds of it um that also makes mention that she has some past misdemeanors yes, yeah so but i don't know about like that but bit, like I, I hope we find out of it i hope we do too yeah, yeah. but I she mean, kind of just sounds like a badass yeah she seems like she's just yeah but she probably just like decided not to put up with someone's shit yeah like i highly doubt she was yeah. like causing trouble yeah right so i just love how like she took in um, Donis mm-hmm. and helped her learn the culture because it could totally. have been so easily that Donis just went and lived with her, her mom mother. And, yeah, and like, never yeah. saw any yeah, of that. Especially so, after, like, yeah. we do learn later that our dad dies. Yeah. So, like, it's so easy that that could have happened, mm-hmm. especially even just with um, 
her grand mary and her family's like elite richness exactly totally it could have just been completely like no you don't see them at totally. all. totally yeah yeah 100 percent. so yeah aunt teddy is really like a cool um influence in donna's life and you can tell she respects her a lot mm-hmm. too so that's good also there's also like the mention of his scar oh right yes off the bat yes teddy's like that didn't happen accidentally yes and then um, Donis is studying it, yeah, like scientifically, like a doctor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I just thought that was kind of funny. It made yeah, me laugh a bit. It totally. And it shot like she, it's, yeah. you're learning that she is yeah. super smart. Yeah, like she's not like your average. Yeah. Like I pretend that I want to be smart, but like I'm not that smart. Like she's super <laughs> smart. Yeah. Um. And then we meet Ugh, Travis. Travis. He shows up at the rink. So, Travis is obviously Lily's ex-boyfriend. Yeah. He seems super sketchy. Mm-hmm. They, Lily and Travis broke up. And we kind of find out that it sounds like maybe he's gotten into drugs and he tried to get Lily to use yeah. as well. And Lily was, like, not having that. No. So, they mm-hmm. are not together. Mm-hmm. But Travis is obviously, like, still holding a flame for her. And, like, probably in just, like, a drug spiral. <laughs> Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Um, and so he, re- he's like set on talking to Lily, but Donis is like, hell no. No. I love that. She just like, Lily didn't even have to really say anything. Yes. She just knew and like stepped between the two yeah. and told Travis to get lost. Yeah. Like just rather her body yeah. language. Yeah. She called herself like a goon. Yeah. But then later on, like Lily's a goon for her too. Yeah. Like they do it for each other, yeah. which is very cute. Yeah. I yeah. love their little relationship. Me too. Me too. Anything else you want to add about that little thing? No. Other than the fact that that at that point teddy has to go because she's dealing with just shit right so um she's asked donna's to come babysit yes and um aunt teddy lives on sugar island yes. which is actually a real island yes. obviously yeah. i said this to you last time <laughs> yeah. but i'm gonna say it again <laughs> because it was so shocking <laughs> so i was like on google maps and i was looking and like i'm looking between the two sues like canada and the u.s and i'm looking at these little islands there's a bunch of little Mm -hmm. islands i'm like which one's sugar island and i like can't find it so then i'm like boop boop i type in sugar island it's friggin huge it's a huge island it is not the little islands i was looking at it is really big so just an fyi it's really big and you have to take a ferry to get to it yes we do learn that Mm -hmm. So then Donna's takes, she has to drop the kids off yeah. because she, they, her aunt was like, yo, can you watch the kids? Yeah. And Donna's was like, yeah, of for course. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So she goes to Sugar Island mm-hmm. and she drops off the kids and is hanging out with her aunt. Yeah. And um, we learn about the seven grandfathers mm-hmm. based on their mm-hmm. discussion, um, which are the teachings about living, the Anishabi, I'm not, I'm not going to try to say the other word but it translates to good way of life um and they are love humility respect honesty bravery wisdom and truth which is very beautiful yeah, those are all great yeah. things to aspire to have yeah. in your life imagine everybody tried just if everybody just you know <laughs> or like even tried to get like three of them in yeah. their life. three out of the oh seven my gosh probably it would be Jeez, Louise. a lot nicer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and then um, in the middle of the night, Teddy gets called away mm-hmm. to a blanket party. Mm-hmm. Kind of love it. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if that's like yeah. an appropriate thing to say, mm-hmm. but I do. <laughs> I do appreciate their own kind of policing system. Yes. And that like obviously it's community known, so like why would any man fuck with somebody? I know. I know. I know. It's I mean, I mean like it's just like justice. Like mm-hmm. they know that they're not going to get it otherwise. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like I wish that I could do this when when I was younger and my girlfriends were dating shitty men. Yeah. I could just be like, Blanket don't be party. shitty. And maybe you'll learn. Yeah. Like, maybe you won't go on and yeah. treat other women like yeah. shit. Because yeah. <laughs> what is a blanket party? Yeah. It's when a guy does something bad to a woman mm-hmm. and her female cousins take him into the woods, rolled in a blanket, and beat the mooin out of him. Yeah. <laughs> so, whoops. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Aunt Teddy gets called to go to a blanket party. Donis is pretty adamant on wanting to go. Mm-hmm. She stands up to her mm-hmm. for the first time. For the first time, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, but Aunt Teddy is like, no, you're not going. Yeah. Live your, like, live your life. Go get Jamie. Yes. Live a good life. Yeah. And and, and it really kind of, like, hurts Donis mm-hmm. because it's the first, it's the first time her aunt has, like, kind of pointed out that she's different, almost. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost, I feel like. In that way, it really made Donis feel almost ashamed to not be fully from one yeah. side. Um, and it does discuss her feelings of feeling unseen and how she is actually connected to everyone within both of the communities yeah. Yeah. Um, and really everything. But it's just the duality between both of the families that really makes her not feel seen as who she is. And yeah. I think that kind of hurt her more mm-hmm. than she you know maybe would have said yeah anticipated yeah. or yeah. whatever but i don't i don't think her aunt meant it that way like her aunt obviously mm-hmm. sees that she has um opportunity that someone yeah. else might not have and wants her to take advantage of it yeah. but i think the way that donna saw it was yeah. as an insult almost no yeah. teddy didn't mean it in a malicious way yeah because she was like just... she was saying like donna took it like you don't belong here yeah. but it was more like no you don't belong doing this, this. Yeah. yeah yeah like i don't want you to be a part of this yeah um anyway and i just wrote a little quote um pertaining to that feeling donna is saying even with such deep roots, I don't always feel like I belong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which kind of just sums up kind of the both sides. Totally. Of her family and life. Yeah. Yeah. It's so sad. It's sad that she has to feel like she has to keep them so separate. Totally. But I mean, like, that was sort of, like, nailed home to her when she was a child. Yeah. Right? And it just became easier for her to do that, I think. Mm-hmm. Which is super, like... I don't know, that would be hard to balance that growing up. Mm -hmm. It really just would be. Yeah, and maybe that's why she's just so mature. Totally, totally. Yeah, smart. Yeah, because, like, where do you come from? How do you be both? Yeah. When both, when you feel like both sides are judging the other, Mm -hmm. you know? And, like, that's who you are. Yeah, Yeah, that's who you are. Like, Mm -hmm. you're like, where do I? I'm both sides. Mm -hmm. Like, when you say things about my father's Mm -hmm. side, the firekeeper's Mm -hmm. side, that is me mm-hmm. but when you say things about my mother's side mm-hmm. and my grandparents mm-hmm. that is also me yeah like that would yeah. be so difficult yeah it really 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 would be lily and donis are having a party lily and donis are having a party at her grand mary's house mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. her mom won't her get rid of it mom won't get rid of it <laughs> um so they have their little party it's mostly levi's friends because she had to ask levi mm-hmm. to get the beers mm-hmm. um and donis at that point 
decides to be um, agrees to be Jamie's ambassador right which I was super confused about and I was like is this a hockey thing Mm. um but you had a good take on it I think it's just somebody who like if you were to be new at a new school Mm -hmm. someone would show you around right I think it's just something along those lines right because it's referenced several times so I was like is this a hockey thing that I don't know about but I think you're right And within that party, too, we also, we can see that Jamie and Donis are, like, kind of flirting with each other. And Donis is trying to keep her distance Mm -hmm. because apparently it's well known that Jamie has a girlfriend. Girlfriend. And she doesn't want to be an angler fish. An angler fish, (laughs) yeah. Especially with all of that backstory between her father and uh, Levi's mom. And, ugh, yeah, it's just, like, a lot on her brain. I feel like she's constantly thinking about everything, like, Mm -hmm. every side of every single thing. And trying to learn from the past to be better and that can really like eat you alive when it's oh my goodness anyway yeah but then we also learned that jamie can speak french so he's kind of becoming very mysterious his all of his little weird like intricacies and abilities and i think that's probably making donis like obviously more intrigued Mm -hmm. by him and like not trying to like push him more aside yeah. and be more like okay i'll be your ambassador i'll yeah. show you around once and be like okay bye see yeah ya. yeah like it's like he's really getting in there and like trying to like hold on it's almost as if he knows things about her mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear so then they meet for a morning run, run. yeah and that's good yeah they're off they're on for a run out for a run mm-hmm. um she's showing him around more like a tour and um another thing is that like jamie and donis have similar backgrounds Mm -hmm. so like no wonder she's feeling well i don't know apparently they Mm -hmm. have similar Mm -hmm. backgrounds Mm -hmm. but um obviously that's probably another reason why she's so intrigued by him totally well she's feeling seen Seen, by him um like yeah accepted yeah uh, some sort of camaraderie camaraderie with him totally yeah um but i also wrote that like at this point we just think he's like being super sweet like he's a sweet caring like a compassionate person yeah yeah Yeah. um and like he's even asking how donis is coping with everything yeah given like the her uncle's death Mm -hmm. and her grand mary's stroke um and yeah. Well, so. he even unexpected, unexpectedly waits for Donis after she visits her Grand Mary. Yeah. Like, he's really being so sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, a little quote that I wrote down here, which I think also sort of uh, reflects the duality between the two families. But Don, this is Donis's thought. What Grand Mary and Grandpa, Grandpa Lorenzo took from me when they meant to exclude my dad. And that's in reference to her father not being written on her birth certificate yeah. which is why she is not an enrolled member yeah so it's very sad because mm-hmm. that's very true mm-hmm. yeah 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 which they, they, they essentially like took away a huge part of her identity mm-hmm. um but they, they weren't even thinking about her mm-hmm. they were just mm-hmm. thinking about hating on her dad, dad trying to uh, like cut that mm-hmm. part of their life out yeah totally definitely like they were making decisions before mm-hmm. you know she even could could yeah yeah so we're all left wondering who is jamie johnson yeah. essentially yeah. um and jamie decides to head to the powwow with donis yeah which is on the island yeah 
Um, and apparently they don't really get good reception there. No. So, um, they go to the powwow and Donis has been texting Lily but can't yeah. get a hold of her or yeah. whatever. So, she's kind of like, okay, well, I'll just, like, have a good time with Jamie and catch up with Lily mm-hmm. at the party. There's yeah. a party after. Yeah. And at the powwow, Travis shows up again. Yeah. Ugh. Looking crazy. Crazy with his meth pop. Oh, right. No, the party was on the island. Yeah, the party Okay, I'm, the, I'm ahead of myself. Yeah. I'm ahead of myself. The meth pop. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Did you just think of that? Have you been thinking of it? Oh, <laughs> no, no. I just... It came to that me. That was awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they go to the pay up powwow. Yeah. And they meet up pretty much with everybody there. Yeah. Um, and we find out that. Yeah, sorry. Donna's. Donna's is, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go no, ahead. You, no, you first. <laughs> I was just saying, like, she's also then being, like, vulnerable with John, jo- Jamie. Um, <laughs> Johnny? Johnny. New character. Um, ja- Jamie. Um, and, like, filling him in on, like, what happened between her parents mm-hmm, and that, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Um, Donis's grandfather wouldn't give her dad a job, and mm-hmm. that meant he had to leave for Northern Ontario to do logging, mm-hmm. and that's when we find out that's how he died. Yeah, yeah. And essentially, like, I can't imagine how Donis would feel, like, knowing that her family is pretty much responsible for, for her, yeah. her not having her dad in her yeah. life. Yeah, that is so awful. Mm-hmm. And then she's also vulnerable about, we find out that Aunt Teddy's husband, Art, is black. Yeah. And so she's ta- she's telling Jamie about the problems that her aunt and her uncle and her two children have encountered at the border and just how, like, horrific the stereotyping mm-hmm. and uh, fallout from that is yeah. towards them. So much so that they won't even go anymore. No. Donis goes for them. Yeah, Donis goes yeah because she's white because she's white passing it's it's very sad and very Mm eye-opening and it is it does there is callbacks in the book to the fact that teddy is worried about her children Mm -hmm. like just based on that which is i mean rightfully so yeah it's sad um so they're all met up at the powwow Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. like um jamie meets up with teddy and Mm -hmm. her family Mm -hmm. um donis is there Travis shows up with mm-hmm. his meth pop. Your teeth! It's like double whammy! It's double the duty sugar on your teeth. and the meth! Oh, like, dear. he must not have teeth! Well, they do kind of mention, like, yeah. that he's, like, not doing or looking good. In the hygiene department, yeah. especially. Like, uh, I just. Oh, no. dear. Okay. Anyways. Anyways, so then they're off to the party. Yeah. Which, after Lily. Um, Travis causes a scene, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Tells them to get. Donis tells him to get lost, mm-hmm. but Lily's figuring, well, I'll just go talk to him and tell him how it is, yes. and then I don't have to deal with it anymore. Yes. She's thinking the easiest way is through. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just go talk to him, yeah. which is totally something that I could even see myself doing. Yeah. Um, especially when you once, it sounds like they were, like, very close, like, yeah. when you once loved someone, mm-hmm. it would be just like you're like well i'm just gonna go talk to them like whatever yeah right they she could probably never imagine anything no um anyways so um then they head off to the island which Mm -hmm. they don't have very good reception right this is when that happens and (laughs) and then um 
so Lily or not Lily Donis is texting Lily mm-hmm. like where are you mm-hmm. what's going on meet me at the um party yeah see you there yeah. essentially yeah yeah so then they go to the party it sounds like Donis and Jamie like Jamie's still like really trying to get in with Donis and like telling her like vulnerable things about him mm-hmm. his himself like when we find out that Donis's nickname is Bubble which is for big butt woman and Jamie tells Donis that his was Urkel when he was a kid so she's thinking his compassion might stem from like the early teasing like she's starting to soften towards him and I feel like she's thinking that her too like her hockey world and her like personal world like maybe they could collide yeah. like she's yeah. kind of open yeah but it seems like she's also like they're also kind of forming a friendship yes so that's that's good um and then and then Donis is drinking yes. she's she's drinking them pounding them back yes she's had a couple drinks yes she's talking with levi they get into a little bit of an argument because it sounds like levi is a bit of a player and donis doesn't support that so they're like kind of just like mm-hmm. ugh. and so donis is like i gotta go i gotta go outside yeah. she needs some air she's mm-hmm. probably gonna be a little bit sick yeah so she goes outside yeah she's like let's go yeah, i me. got just me go. just yeah. me i got <laughs> so to go I got me to myself go. and i yeah. yeah get me out of here get me out of here so she goes outside for the air and then, so she's out in the woods getting her air, and then she hears fighting, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she sees that it's Lily and mm-hmm. Travis, mm-hmm. and um, Lily's trying to get away, and mm-hmm. Travis reaches out and grabs her. Mm-hmm. And at that point, Donis tries to um, say something mm-hmm. and realizes that um, he has a gun, mm-hmm. and she can't say anything. Mm-mm. She's shocked. Mm-hmm. Nothing comes out. And then he points the gun at Donis. Mm-hmm. And then Lily tries to take it away from him. And that's when that chapter ends. Yes. And I just want to say that Shelby was, like, texting me. Mm-hmm. So she was, like, ahead of me reading mm-hmm. this. And she, so she's like, oh, the book is good so far. And I'm like, I haven't even started it. Yeah. And then she, like, texted me and she's like, chapter 10 is where it's at and i was like i'm not there yet mm-hmm. and she's like let me know when you get to chapter 10 holy shite she was right chapter 10 is where like everything explodes it transpires yeah so anyway carry on shelby you were right chapter 10 <laughs> it was crazy you would take it away all right so lily tries to take the gun um it sounds like lily has been shot mm-hmm. and then travis turns the gun on himself mm-hmm. Uh, and it just sounds, like, really traumatic and awful. And then all of a sudden, like, Jamie comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And he's checking, like, Donis is watching this. And yeah. she's she's watching Jamie check Lily's pulse. And he gets up and, like, grabs Donis. And he's like, we gotta go. Yeah. Like, we we're go. going. We gotta yeah. get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, Donis is like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what is happening? Yeah. And it almost made me feel the same way. Yes! Because I had to go back and read and was like, is she, what's going on? Is yes. she actually dead? Why aren't they calling the police? Yes, super confusing. Yeah. And it was also like, is Jamie like a shady character because of the gunshots mm. earlier? And like, did he live in a bad neighborhood? Like, yeah. has he, like, what's he done? Yeah. He feels like he needs to leave. And like, I don't know, maybe he's just got like shady thoughts because technically Donis was a witness to this. Yeah. Even though it wasn't a crime like Travis is dead mm-hmm. and Donis wasn't involved at all. So, but yeah, so they get in the truck and Donis is freaking out like aptly. So yeah. 
And then what do we find out? That Jamie is a cop. Oh, Jamie's a cop. Yeah. He's an undercover yeah. cop. Yes. Um. So Donna's calls him out on it. Mm-hmm. And he's like. Because she's so smart. Yeah. She just like puts two and two go together. Yeah. Feels sick to her stomach. And then is like. You're a cop. You're a cop. Yeah. And then he's just like. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't tell you anything about I it. I can't tell you anything and you can't say anything. Yes. And you can't say anything. You can't say anything about what happened. And then just drops her off. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> what the heck? What the heck is right? I'm mm-hmm. surprised Donis didn't just like tell Somebody. someone. Yeah. But I guess I guess at that point she, she as angry as she is at Jamie, she she was able to put all of the steps together to probably realize that it's real. Mm-hmm. But like your best friend was just shot in front of you. I mean, there's probably a lot of like trauma and yeah, whatever happening right away. So I don't know. Yeah. Just holy moly um so lily has died Mm -hmm. and we learn a little bit about ceremonial fires Mm -hmm. um which i really loved i really loved this so the ceremony ceremonial fires are special the fire keepers strike the fire for cultural events um and it's quote where our prayers are carried by the smoke to the creator which is just so so beautiful um and not only is Donis's family of the fire, like, they are the fire keepers, but um, Teddy married Art, and he was also a fire keeper mm-hmm. um, from his tribe. Yeah. So he's able to have this fire yeah. for Lily. For Lily. It's really, really special. So we also find out that Lily is going to be on a four-day spiritual journey where they'll keep the fire lit. Um, and each day there re- represents something different. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want me to talk about them? Yeah. So the first day for Lily's spiritual journey, she will mourn her family and her loved ones. Um, the second day is for atonement. So Lily will face every living creature that she has ever harmed. It also says that you can get stuck in these um, steps, like you'll never sort of move on mm-hmm. to your uh, cross to crossing over. Yeah. And and Donna is like, I hope Travis gets stuck yeah. in a, the atonement phase, mm-hmm. which is like, ah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he should. Um, the third day is dedicated to Lily learning about the next world, and then the fourth day, Lily comes back to say goodbye, and then she crosses over. Yeah. So that the four days like i just i honestly just love it it's so yeah. beautiful and um representative of you know their beliefs mm-hmm. and it's definitely something i can respect yeah for sure mm-hmm. it's yeah it is beautiful that's mm-hmm. All. Mm-hmm. all right so then we learn about a little bit more about um what ron who is obviously not jamie's uncle ron <laughs> that's all i could think um, of <laughs> is they're investigating the manufacturing and distribution of meth oh my gosh (sighs) and it's a investigation involving multiple agencies federal and canadian so they're looking throughout the region michigan wisconsin minnesota and ontario Mm -hmm. like yikes yep and so also all throughout these chapters they uh donis has alluded to uncle david's death being oh yeah like w- weird yes right yeah so she um her mother is adamant that yes. 
he did not overdose. Right. Well, um, he because he had a drug yes, problem. He must have right? had a substance abuse yes. issue. Yes. Um, because they had said in the book that it was um, he had been sober thirteen years. Right. Yes. Um, and they ruled it a meth overdose. Right. And um, Lily's mom is adamant that it's not. Yeah. And um, Lily, or not Lily, I'm um, sorry, Donis. Donis, Donis's mom. Yeah. Donis's yeah. mom. And Donis is now kind of like accepting because I think she thinks her mom is a bit like um, maybe in shock. Or totally. Like, and has a tendency say, to like yeah. not let go. Yeah. Or like just, face reality. Exactly. Yeah. The yeah. facing reality, like the same with like her mom. She feels like her mom is going to get, get better. Get better. That's why she won't sell the house. Exactly. Yeah. So um, her mom is adamant that she has not. Um, accepted the overdose mm-hmm. ruling mm-hmm. donis is kind of like coming to terms and yeah. like accepting that yeah. okay that's probably what happened totally and so then it's revealed revealed okay could you imagine being 18 years old and finding no. out all this shit no. <laughs> i no. just can't no i just cannot i can't imagine being someone asking an 18 year old what they're gonna ask right and like honestly i couldn't imagine being a 30 year old and having no. this put on my plate I'd like, like finding out this information but being like oh but you can't tell anybody yeah <gasps> Shh, gotta keep it to yourself yeah. like oh, <laughs> are you kidding so at this point lily or not lily sorry donis has not like even mentioned to anybody no. that she witnessed no lily and travis no Oh which is huge yeah like i feel like maybe she, um donis has a bit of like a like she's able to disassociate yeah. she must be able to she because has to be able to i don't know how honestly you... yeah I, and, or or it could also just be a symptom of um an abo- overabundance of grief yeah just shock like and, you're just yeah. well like her uncle dying yeah. her Grand Mary having the stroke, mm-hmm. Lily, like, it's, like, too much for your system mm-hmm. to process, so you're just sort of, like, yeah. floating. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. So we find out yeah. about Uncle David. Yeah. And that they're also investigating his death because it was suspicious. Because he was he a, confident, was a yeah. confidential informant. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> oh, my what? goodness. So that's why Jamie and Ron are there. Yes. And... So I guess the other thing they, well, why they're there essentially and why David was Mm -hmm. involved is because the person who is mixing and like creating the meth has been adding mushrooms to it, which they're able to test um, regionally, which is kind of like interesting. Interesting, It's like some CSI forensic. Um, But they think that it might, (laughs) 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 but they think that the mushrooms might have some sort of like cultural connection. So that's kind of where they are. Yeah, and they reveal that Donis was actually a sus- suspect or a person of interest. Yes, and that Uncle David had someone in mind, mm-hmm. but didn't tell them them mm-hmm. um, before he was killed because he wanted to make sure, mm-hmm. and then or killed like su- suspiciously, suspiciously died. died. Um, so they want Donis. To take her uncle's place mm-hmm. in the investigation. And Donis is like, hell no. She literally says, oh, hells no. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ron's like, but it'll bring justice to your uncle and Lily's murder. And she's like, why have you put this burden on my plate? Yeah. Just like insane. She's like, take me back. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. So yep. they drop her off. <laughs> yep. Um, and then I guess we have Lily's funeral, yeah. which is sad. Mm-hmm um 
something else we talked about it last time but i think it's worth noting just because it does seem like a, a tradition is adding ibn i-b-a-n mm-hmm. as like a suffix yeah to someone's name after they've changed worlds yeah. so lily is now lilybun lilybun yep and i had said last time that i just really loved that yeah. and that I think that it would create a lot of ease when discussing, like, mm-hmm. your past loved one yeah. because it just, like, really signifies. Yeah. And, like, that way you don't have to then be like, oh, they're dead. Yeah, they're dead. Or, like, you don't have to, like, somebody doesn't have to, like, bring it up and be like, you're talking about your past loved one yeah. and then they say, oh, and, like, what do they do and yeah. how are they or yeah. whatever. And then you have to go they, through the whole thing because yeah. when you say, oh, my mom is dead, they're like, oh, I'm oh, so sorry. Yeah. And it's like, uh. That's you're covering them yeah. so i just i really i really love that tradition um also we find out that travis's family is well connected mm-hmm. within the ojibwe mm-hmm. tribe mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. sugar island yeah. um his mom is the meth queen meth queen <laughs> yeah and just... also that travis was very smart mm-hmm. like we do we do find out throughout this that travis and donis had like classes together yeah, and he took all the ap classes. yeah yeah and he was very smart so yeah. and levi and him were also very close mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, so i mean yeah. travis could very well be making mm-hmm. the meth yeah true mm-hmm. well i guess we'll find out if there's no more mushroom meth i guess so but i'm worried because what if it's levi what oh, if levi no. is somehow connected oh no right oh no right? i didn't even think of that well i thought of it this morning and oh, i was like dear. no that would be awful yeah. or tj her ex donna's ex-boyfriend oh, who's a cop he's yeah. a cop but like the perfect cover there you go what if he's connected somehow yeah okay oh. anyway we're almost yeah. done here yeah. we're almost done let's rally and get yeah. this done yeah so Donis feels like she's failed Lily, and she's failed her uncle David, mm-hmm. and it's awful and super sad. Yeah. Travis's mom shows up yeah. after Lily's oh, funeral. Geez. Like, why would you even do that? And Donis is like pissed, mm-hmm. but also, um, 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 Levi showed up for her. Yeah, which was really sweet. Yeah, because it was like he was choosing mm-hmm. her, and over... that gave her comfort. Yes, mm-hmm. totally. Um, yeah. So whatever, she's pissed. Levi she's, comes in, like, kind of breaks them yeah, off. Yeah, because she was, like, going like, to take her down. Yeah, she seemed like she was on a mission <gasps> yeah. to tell her how she felt. Totally. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and Jamie's also there. Mm-hmm. And um, she decides that take her Uncle David's spot mm-hmm. in the investigation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and be a CI. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that you liked the little uh, part of the I love here. this part! Yeah. So she wore um, a pair of shoes that lily had helped her pick out and it was kind of like her connection to lily Mm -hmm. so she was wearing them Mm -hmm. and they were shoes that she would never wear so they're stilettos and lily had told her that they were fuck me shoes so this line i just love this line but it was the stilettos aren't fuck me shoes they are fuck you shoes yeah yeah yes 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 Yes. so good yeah and so? that's kind of how we wrap up. And that's how we wrap up. Yeah. Finding out that she's going to do it. Mm-hmm. Which is a huge undertaking. Yeah. And, like, what if Levi is involved? What if TJ is involved? It kind of seems like maybe she's still, like, even though he was a dick to her, like, yeah. maybe, like, she's still, I don't know. Maybe. I don't think she would feel comfortable. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
I'm what kind of like tr- is she gonna be in danger I know. is she and like what about Jamie like what's, what's going, going on, on, with, on that? with them she like hates him yeah because he like lied to her and yeah. that was her biggest thing mm-hmm. that she hated guy lies right? yeah guy lies <sighs> I don't know oh well I guess we will find out in the next section oh in yeah the next quarter what are we reading we're reading 14 to 28 yeah Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. cool Hit us up on the Facebook group if yeah. you have some thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be great. Yeah. And check um, our Instagram and Facebook for those resources, too. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. We'll post those there. Cool. Um, alrighty. Okay. Okay. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.